Hey, this is Dan Wickland, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, so we're going to talk some comic books. Um... It is freezing where I'm at. We're getting our first cold spell. That wasn't a witch pun. It's just, it's cold. So, um, you, you know, when you get that first cold, that first freeze, and it's oh, it's miserable. You know it's going to get colder, but you miss the warmer days, and it's just bad. Like, it almost makes me angry. I wish I could be, you know, a other witch or something and fix it. But I'm not. But these people we're talking about today are. So here are some of the best witches in comic books. And I know I said Weather Witch. Storm is not a witch. She's a mutant. So just don't expect her to to show up. Now, in comics, you get all sorts of different types of witches. Again, despite my opinions, there are such things as good and bad witches. And some of the best witches, the most wholesome witches i guess at least when they came out you had like wendy the good little witch from harvey comics and you had sabrina the teenage witch which we mentioned a little bit on tuesday's show and uh sabrina's probably more popular especially given the most joan hart series and the new netflix series and stuff and wendy wendy the good little witch was kind of casper's buddy not not necessarily sidekick i mean because at one point she had two books all on her own and that in and of itself is pretty impressive i mean no matter when it was uh and you know hillary duff played her in the 1998 film with casper one thing though i did learn is in the casper movie the 1995 one with christina ricci Christina Ricci, her character's name was actually supposed to be Wendy. And I guess it was going to try and lead up to her becoming the good little witch or something. But because of rights and issues and stuff, it just, it didn't quite happen. So, is what it is. But those are, you know, really nice, really good witches. I mean, Chilling Tales has kind of changed Sabrina a little bit. uh, Made her a little more edgy. But even in the quote-unquote wholesome realm there are still evil witches like you have magica dispel who is from scrooge mcduck and she goes she's trying to get scrooge's number one dime because it has magical powers to it and she invents like this minus touch um she's been around since 1961 which is really impressive and Showed up a lot in DuckTales, a little bit in Darkwing Duck, and is even in the DuckTales relaunch. So, even when you're going, you know, cute, wholesome cartoon witches, they're still kind of all over the place. And you have some that are like the exact opposite in comics. The one that comes to mind the most is not from Marvel or DC, just because she's so controversial and that is Taro the Witch of the Black Rose and she 
They've been around since the 90s. Uh, actually, not too long ago. I guess she started her own book in the 2000, in March 2000, but not too long ago, she's hit 100 issues. So that's, for an indie book, that's super impressive. And what makes her book stand out over the other ones is the the book is super heavily based in Wiccan beliefs and practices and to the point where it has like how-tos in the back. There's interviews with Wiccans, there's spells for Wiccans and everything, and it's a very sexual book. Um, nudity, not safe for work violence, everything like that. Because like we mentioned, you know, witches kind of have, uh, we talked about on yesterday's show, that kind of sexy appeal in modern times. And if you go to the big two, you know, you see that as well. You have like uh, Satana, who is Hellstrom's sister in Marvel Comics. And she switches from good and bad and good and bad, but most recently was, was bad. But she wears, you know, the deep V-cut sexy outfit trying to be a witch. And she she's really on the demonic side of witchdom. But it's she's still kind of the, like I said, the sexy witch. And then you also have other ones like uh, Cersei, who fights Wonder Woman. And Cersei is actually responsible for one of the best episodes of Justice League Unlimited. It was not too long after they switched to Justice League Unlimited. She had the episode where she turned Wonder Woman into a pig. And Batman had to go and try and rescue her before she got literally butchered, like turned to bacon. And to save her, Batman had to sing that Are You Blue song. And that Kevin Conroy just knocked it out of the park. It was absolutely amazing. And it's something that... Uh, really helped set the tone for the show that yes it was an old show and that the continuity had been around for a long time but Justice League Unlimited was trying to bring something new and there was you had everyone from like Buana Beast to Animal Man I mean all sorts of crazy cameos in that episode and Cersei you know she just wants to be the center of attention she wants everybody to love her she doesn't you know Wonder Woman can be whatever but she wants to be the cool, sexy witch around, and yeah, you know what? More, more power to her. Also, in the big two, you have a lot of other witches roaming around. Um, just it, it's an interesting power set, and does some interesting thing. You have uh, Gimma Masters, who is Constantine's niece, and she shows up just normal as a little girl and gets kidnapped and Constantine saves her and she becomes enthralled with the dark arts and becomes a witch later on and just all sorts of crazy stuff happens to her because, I mean, it's Constantine. There's no such thing as happily ever after. Morgan Le Fay over in Marvel, you know, she time travels through magic from King Arthur times to now to... Hook up with Doctor Doom. They even have a kid. They have a daughter. And to fight the Avengers and do all sorts of things. And Morgan Le Fay also shows up in DC. But I feel like the Morgan Le Fay of Marvel is a little more prominent. And that's not the only character that 
they both share. Uh, both Marvel and DC have the Enchantress. In Marvel, she's a Thor villainess who takes on not only Thor, but the Avengers from time to time. And she was the first one on the scene in 1964. But two years later, DC would introduce theirs, uh, Enchantress, who is June Moon, we saw in The Suicide Squad. And she was kind of hokey back in the day, but as time went on, much like a lot of DC characters, she got darker and more demonic and just super witchy. And it's kind of sad because if you go back and look at her first iteration, I mean, she's, well, they both wear green, which is green, but she's got the green pointy hat and a green cape. And uh, yeah, it's, it's dumb, but it happens and not much we can do about it. I will have to say, though, if we're talking Marvel and DC, probably the most popular witches that each of them have. I mean, it's not Agatha Harkness. It's not Thessaly. It's not any of those. Over on the DC side of things, you have to... I, I'm going to say... Oh, it's a toss-up. Um... But I would say Zatanna. You know, Raven is a little more demonic, but Zatanna has the magic aspect going on where it's just actual magic and Raven has more of the, the demon background. So they have Zatanna, who is a, one of the first legacy characters. A lot of people don't realize that. You know, her father, Zatara, was around for a long time back in the Golden Age, and then she popped up on the scene and has been a huge part of DC Comics ever since. Now, anytime they do magic, Constantine and Zantana are probably going to show up. Over on the Marvel side, I mean, they, they do have a lot of top-tier witches. You know, whether it be uh, Clea, who was Doctor Strange's wife, or Nico from Runaways, or even Magic from the X-Men. You you have to go with Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch. I mean, it's right there in her name. It's in her title. And she's a mutant, but also a witch. So to me, that's a double threat. And that's probably what makes her the best witch in comics. You know, she's rewritten reality, brought people back from the dead, created people out of nothing, just done so many wonderful, wonderful things. And... She's got a series coming to Disney Plus, her and Visions, so maybe that'll be good and be a whole lot of fun. We'll just have to kind of wait and see, but she's my vote for Best Witch in Comics. Let me know who is your favorite. Is it one of the Marvel ones, one of the DC ones? Somebody we didn't mention. There's uh, Frau Totenkinder from Fables. There's Scott Snyder series, The Witches. There's a bunch out there. So let us know. Drop us a line in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're out there and everywhere and we'd love to hear from you. Email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Ooh, ooh, ooh,